Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. We are the cornerstone of security in the Southeast. Hello, everybody. Once again, welcome to Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. I'm your host, Rick Strawn, the president of Paradigm Security Services, and we're excited to be with you on today's Business X Radio X. We are coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Atlanta studio, located in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel in Duluth, Georgia. Get it right this morning. Each week, we plan to feature businesses in the Atlanta area, especially those that serve Gwinnett County. While all businesses have security concerns, not all are about physical security, and we will touch on that and all related aspects of security as we move through the course of each show. Our guest today is Brandon Barton. Uh, he is Senior Vice President for Square One for Youth. Uh, I've got a golf tournament coming up uh, that uh, to benefit these kids, and I really wanted to see about getting you on the, the show and letting you kind of talk about it a little bit. Yeah, that's great, Rick. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for having me today. Well, let me just start out with Square One for Youth is a, is a nonprofit organization that seeks to work with and uplift the youth of our community. The core of their curriculum goes beyond academics and golf. We also integrate important values such as ambition, compassion, integrity, respect, work ethic, and accountability, which all of these kids nowadays need, which can positively impact each aspect of their students' lives. The mission of Square One for Youth is to help Gwinnett's youth succeed personally, academically, and ultimately professionally. By investing in their lives through vocational guidance, mentoring, academic tutoring, and golf instruction, they open the doors to opportunities that allow for our students to achieve success. Let me ask you this. Um, let's just kind of start out with the, the standard generic, who is Brandon Barton? <laughs> How'd you get to where you are? What brought you here? So, um, uh, long story short, uh, many years ago, um, I started off working in the golf business um, myself. I worked at uh, uh, the River Club over in Swanee. And uh, while there, um, you know, obviously with the ins and outs of golf and so forth, I did a lot of instruction. And one of the individuals that I met out there was, uh, his name was Gene Hubry. And Gene and I got to be really good friends uh, while I was there at the River Club. Um, he took a lot of lessons from me. We played a lot of golf together. Um, and then eventually, um, uh, the golf business thing just didn't quite really work out for me. Uh, it was, I figured it was time for me to use my, my college degree. Uh, so I left the River Club, and um, I became a teacher over at Buford High School. And uh, so I worked there uh, for right around eight years at Buford. I taught AP English Language and Composition while I was there, as well as American Literature, uh, for uh, 11th grade students, for juniors. Um, and while there, um, you know, I enjoyed it. I loved what I was doing and, you know, having a chance to, to work with kids, uh, see them move on, you know, become successful in their lives after high school and so forth. And it was really kind of, uh, kind of interesting because, you know, just out of the blue and this again, nearly eight years later, after having worked at the river club, uh, Gene called me and, uh, he said, look, I've got, uh, I've got an idea in my mind, um, and I'd really like for you to be a part of it. So I went and met with Gene and he told me about, uh, square one for youth. Um, Gene was, uh, was, was very, uh, successful in his business life, uh, very fortunate with that. And, uh, as a result of that, he wanted an opportunity to give back to the community himself. Um, with Gene, uh, golf is an incredibly important, 
aspect of, of his life, whether it be his business ventures, the people that he's met and so forth. But also in his early years, um, he, uh, he was a vocational trainer himself, and he worked with people in order to help them with their career paths and so forth. And so um, uh, after meeting with him, he told me about uh, Square One for Youth and with its combination of not only introducing kids to the game of golf uh, early on, but then also uh, introducing kids to the opportunities that they have once they uh, leave high school, whether it be college-bound, vocationally bound uh, or even apprenticeships and so forth or for that matter just the career field um, I, I bought in 100% with uh, with Gene's vision of, of what he wanted to do in order to give back to the community and ultimately that's uh, that's where Square One for Youth really kind of got started. Well you know that's an awesome story and you know among other things golf is a is a is excellent to provide the camaraderie the, the teamwork if you will and just you know getting out there enjoying life enjoying the sun and just an overall good way to to learn stuff and especially the responsibility and accountability oh sure that's you know with with the kids that we work with um many of them you know honestly have uh, have never been on a golf course uh many of them have actually never held a club in their hand and you know as as we all know especially those of us who've who've played any kind of golf over any length of time it's it's not exactly a a, a cheap <laughs> hobby so it's not an easy one either. Yeah, and so with these kids, you know, we, we introduce the game to them, but it's not from the standpoint of, uh, of, of you know, helping them to become a, a, a professional golfer, if you want to call it that. We introduce the fun of the game to them. And along with that, a lot of principles come with the game also, honesty. And as you just mentioned a minute ago, accountability. You know, especially when you're playing, if you take up the game, it's you out there and you're responsible for yourself you're responsible for everything that you do. And ultimately, a lot of those, uh, you know, those intangibles that come along with golf, uh, we wrap into our services that we have for those kids also with the career guidance, the mentoring that we do, the preparation that we try to, to help them with for those, you know, those years that come after they've graduated high school. Well, it's that old idea of integrity and it being what you do when other people aren't necessarily watching or holding you accountable. Exactly, yes, sir. Uh, you know, and that's what golf is. It's very much a personal, accountable type of uh, activity. Mm, yes, sir. It teaches Agreed. you a lot along your line. Do you still do uh, private lessons? <laughs> no. I, my, uh, my, my days of instruction are, are long gone. Um, the one thing that I can claim that's that's nice after, you know, especially – leaving the golf business i guess is is that i actually have a handicap now so i don't i don't i no longer have to play at play at zero i'm i'm a certified amateur so that's that's kind of nice when i get out there and, and have any matches with anyone yeah that's the one thing i've noticed when i get out there i am their handicap <laughs> <laughs> oh well kind of describe you know we talked a little bit about it through your introduction here but you know what is square one for youth so uh, Square One for Youth is a we're, we're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, uh, and we're centrally located in Swanee. Uh, we're kind of on the corner of McGinnis Ferry and uh, Peachtree Industrial. We have two different centers that are there, and ultimately we seek to work uh, with the youth of Gwinnett County, of our community, uh, and we have uh, various programs that are designed around both career guidance, mentoring, career testing, for that matter, for these kids that uh, that are about to enter the, the real world, so to speak, out of high school, but then also an introduction to the game of golf. Um, we do have, as I mentioned, two different centers that are there. One of them is uh, Square One Golf Performance Center, which is an, an indoor 
um, uh, golf training facility that we have. It's 2,200 square feet. It's uh, climate controlled, which, you know, based on this, this last week, two weeks that we've had here, it's, you know, been it quite beats, a nice place to have the heat. kids. Yeah. And so um, outside of that, we also have the, the career center where we bring these kids in um, who are interested in our programs and we uh, supply them with career tests. In other words, it's an interest and an aptitude test that these kids can take. And it's a really, really cool system that we have there because it takes these interests, their aptitude from these tests. And ultimately, at the end, it will show these kids, uh, it will give them an idea as to say, okay, if you were going to graduate high school today and we were trying to prepare for the career field, these are some areas uh, in, in, the, in the career field that are out there that you might be good at based upon your answers that you have with this testing. Once they've taken that, we then, we then take uh, that information and we work with those kids to look at those career interests, those career fields, what they might entail, what kinds of jobs might be out there for them, what kind of uh, education that they might need for those, and then for that matter, what kind of connections there may be in our community uh, that we can you know, kind of connect these kids with to help them, and especially those kids that you know, may not be going to college for various reasons. Um, we just try to supply them with opportunities so that they can become an active uh, and supportive member of their community also. So you basically kind of help them to identify the path that might be best for them to kind of work in, as, as a guide into moving forward after high school. Yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then once we kind of identify those interests, those, those different clues that they may give us based upon the testing that we have with them, we nurture those further by giving them the supplies that they may need to move on into those fields, uh, get them the connections that they might need and so forth. Well, what kind of is, I would assume that a lot of what you deal with as far as the personnel is volunteer basis. Uh, yes, sir. We, we have a very small, uh, as we would call it, uh, uh, administrative staff that's here. Um, uh, my role is, is over that of, um, of square one for youth. Uh, but also I serve as the career testing, the mentor, the guide for those kids as they come in and work with us with their career testing. And then also in, in the Golf Performance Center, we have Karen Marr, who is our uh, LPGA instructor that uh, also designs and integrates programs for these particular kids when they come in after school so that they can learn the game of golf in a very comfortable setting. So the majority of what we do, you know, outside of myself and Karen, um, uh, it is volunteer based, especially when it comes to you know after school and so forth. Well, when you identify these areas of interest, what do you do? How do you? I'm trying to think how to ask this. How do you nurture that? What is it that you specifically do in the areas that helps them as far as the instruction, as far as the guidance, as far as you know, helping them learn more about what their interests are. Yeah, so we, we have a couple of different things that we do. Um, one, with the connections that many of the folks that, uh, that are aware of us and then have become partners with us and, and donated, uh, you know, to help keep Square One kind of alive and afloat, so to speak, many of these individuals are business owners themselves. Uh, some of them retired, some of them still active in their businesses. And these folks um, have been kind enough to, to really open up and, and volunteer their time also to become uh, speakers, if you want to call it that. So when we do have kids that are identified with certain career interests and so forth, 
uh, we we look for many of our partners, many of our donors uh, for that may be in a similar career field, and we try to match those kids up to them. Kind uh, of as mentors. Yeah, just to kind of be a mentor of sorts. Uh, perhaps it could just be a story. You know, this mm-hmm. is this is where I came from. This is how I developed this. Um, you know, this this is where I've gone from it. And and you know, those could be stories that many of these kids could could uh, could live up to. Um, and relate to their own lives and maybe pull from. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, the majority of the kids that, that we service, that we look to, uh, to work with, um, are, are, are kids that, uh, you know, I, uh, I hate to use certain monikers and so forth, but uh, they could be identified, especially through the schools, as in need or at risk, mm-hmm. if we want to call it. And that could be for various reasons. Um, but the ones that we, we really try to identify and work with are those that, uh, let's say, might get kind of lost in the shuffle, so to speak. Um, we want to take those kids and, as we said, you know, help them to become more active in their community, help them to uh, seek out career fields that they may be interested in, and, uh, you know, really kind of help to get them on their way. Well, I know that uh, recently I had Melvin Everson with the um, Gwinnett Tech, and we talked a lot about uh, these kids that, you know, they come out of high school, they're really uh, – they have no desire to go to a four-year college and all that kind of stuff and their interests don't lie there so you know there's so many different areas in the technical field and whether it be working with their hands or working with their minds or whatever that I guess you help identify and and there again give them the right direction where they might be able to further that education in the areas that they want yeah absolutely I mean you know in in today's world and and we see it all over the news and so forth I mean you know, college college debt is is a exactly. real monster these days, and uh, for a lot of these kids, I mean, that's something that not only weighs on their mind but their parents also. And, and so they don't really have the opp- they don't have the, the ability to pay that exactly. And so you know these these junior colleges uh, that you speak of, the two year programs, uh, and even for that matter, you know, apprenticeships are are becoming a, a, a very an increasingly valuable uh, means for getting people into the workforce. I mean, when we look at, uh, you know, as, as many people might, uh, might refer to them, blue-collar jobs, if you want to, mm-hmm. you know, those are really the jobs that keep infrastructure going. I mean, those are the, the jobs that, uh, that they can— They actually pay quite well. Oh, they do. They can be readily filled. There's always a need for them, just like teachers or anything like that. There's always a need that's there for them. And then that's another thing that we talk to these kids about is, you know, look, even if you decide that college isn't the way that you want to go and you don't want to get a certain degree or so forth, these apprenticeships and so forth, even though you might be an employee for some time, your apprenticeship in that field could ultimately lead to you becoming an owner of your own business in that field. And then that's where you could prosper even more. Well, it's, it's like, like it's been said, you know, it's developing an, uh, an avenue or a path to a career, not a job. Exactly. Yes, sir. So, you know, you know helping these kids to identify that's probably one of the hardest things I can imagine doing because most of them have no clue as to what they want to do. They just know they don't want to do what everybody else is doing, and that's going to a four-year college when they didn't like high school in the first place. Right. Yeah, and I can I can totally relate to that. I mean, you know, in my years at, at Buford with all the juniors, you know, we had – I remember having lengthy talks with many of the kids in class. You know, look, guys, it's it's time to kind of start <laughs> figuring things out a little bit for You're yourself. coming down and, to the wire. Yeah, and half of them are like, Coach Barton, I – I have no idea what I'm what I'm going to do. So, 
you know, this working with Square One for Youth and with Gene and the foundation and everything else, it's it's really kind of been a godsend. It's it's the best of both worlds for me. Well, tagging into all of that, what would you actually, how would you describe what the foundation uh, mission and the basic principles are to found the um, Square One for Youth? Yeah, so, you know, our, our mission is to supply Gwinnett County's youth with opportunity. Um, that's really what our focus is, especially for those, you know, those families and those kids that are out there that may not see much opportunity. We want to show them that there is. We want to supply these kids with uh, firsthand knowledge of their abilities, of what they can do and what they can achieve. Um, and then on top of that, too, you know, by instituting the game of golf with them, we also want to uplift these kids to let them know that being accountable, that being honest, can ultimately be some of those things that are going to drive them further in the future. Well, it's those are qualities that seem like a lot of young people don't have nowadays, and a lot of it's just the culture that we live in. Sure. But what about the soft skills? Do you all work with them on those soft skills? Such as? Being to work on time, oh, understanding yes, how to talk to people, be respectful in what you say, not just an ass if you will because this is what I think and if you don't like it here it is and and you don't talk to your boss that way oh sure yeah absolutely I mean even you know when we when we kind of relate it to the game of golf as we were speaking before we talk to kids about punctuality you know if uh these these you know everybody and even these kids they're aware of many of your you know your PGA players and so forth Tiger Woods you know name them as you want to you know when when we when we look at these these players that are ridiculously successful right whether it be at their sport at their ability financially what have you they are some of the most respectful people that you're going to see whether it be with their interviews now given obviously you know media with with some of those individuals goes a lot further than any other thing but oh yeah being punctual being on time these guys don't make their money if they don't show up for their tea time. Well, and not just that, it's the the effort that you have to put into it to be good at whatever you are. It's not a 40-hour a week if you want to own a business. It is, yeah, we work 40 hours a week and that gets the that gets the week kicked off, but you're working 12, 14, 15, 16-hour days, sometimes more if you really want to excel in whatever you do. And these golfers uh they work those kind of hours in the practice over and over and over to get better at their craft, better at what they've chosen their career to be. And it looks like that would be something that would really be good, just that thought process mm-hmm. to instill in the youth. Yeah, just, you know, discipline. You know, in whatever it is that you're trying to do, be disciplined, hold yourself accountable, you know, always work, always try your best and so forth. These are a lot of the things that we – you know, we don't necessarily see those in many of the kids that we work with initially, but over time, it's something that we see them, you know, adopt themselves. It becomes a part of their daily regimen. Well, when they come in there and they aren't disciplined, how do you all approach that? How do you begin to instill that discipline, self-discipline, mm-hmm. not something that somebody's there pounding your head about, but self-discipline? How do you instill begin to instill that process in their heads you know one of the one of the first things we do because with 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 most kids when they they enter into a situation where 
they don't necessarily know much about it or they might feel uncomfortable the first thing we do is make them comfortable we try to make it fun for them to be there to be around us because it's an after school program in the way that we work and you know being a former teacher and all of us former students obviously but after a day of you know six seven classes or whatever it may be whether it's block schedule or or, or the big scheduling at school the last thing that they want to do is leave Work. that place to <laughs> to go to another academic environment where they're being told what to do where they're being told you know how to act and so forth and so w- we try to make it very comfortable for them when they're there and we want to make it fun right and so mm-hmm. usually what ends up happening is once we see these kids kind of starting to you know to to be I don't know, more personable with us and so forth and see that they're having fun, that's when we start bringing in more of the, the personal guidance that we have there for them because they got to be comfortable. Otherwise, they're, they're, you know, they're just not going to take, uh, take hold of anything that we're, we're trying to work with them on. Well, it's the old adage, convince them to do what you want them to do and have them think it's their idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's, mean, that's, that's, that's the way it works in life for adults, too. And, and as a business owner, you, you, to lead people, you convince them to do what you want them to do and let have get them to the point where they think it's their idea to do it and they feel good about it there you go um let's talk a little bit more about the for the youth and that's f-o-r-e the youth golf tournament fundraiser that you got coming up yes sir so um the golf tournament fundraiser that we put on and this is the the fourth annual it's the fourth year that we've done it um it becomes a uh, it becomes really the conduit and the the fundraising that we use for our summer golf camps and the summer golf camps, and I'll, I'll kind of touch on that again in a moment, but um, with, with the golf tournament, uh, all funds that are generated from it are, are um, uh, instantly put right back into square one for youth. And they're used primarily to fund the golf camps that are going on for these kids, including, of course, the select program with the career guidance and the mentoring, the transportation, if you want to call it that, to get the kids to and from, basically operating costs that we have. Um, but the golf tournament is a great time. Again, this is the fourth, uh, fourth year that we've put it on. We hold uh, the tournament at the River Club over in Swanee. Uh, this is the, the club that I was telling that I used to work at uh, some time ago also. This is where, where Gene's a member at, and it is a wonderful golf course. It is a great course. I mean, it's, uh, it, it's always in great shape. It's beautiful. And, in fact, this year uh, our tournaments, uh, tournament's being held on June 11th. Uh, which is Tuesday coming up. I think it was two weeks from this past Tuesday. Uh, But it's coming up on June 11th. They're holding their member guest there uh, the week before. So basically what that uh, boils down to is that for our golf tournament, the golf course is going to be perfect. It's going to be in such great shape. It's going to be a wonderful day to go play and and everything else. And uh, we're just, you know, we're we're really excited uh, to have the field that we do. We do have some uh, some opportunities in some spots that are still open for groups, uh, even for that matter, some sponsorship opportunities that may be out there. Um, but it's a, it's a great day. We get out there, we play. We really uh, we cap it at about a hundred players, so that it's not it doesn't turn into you know, this six, six and a half hour round. We get oh, yeah. we get the guys off the course uh, in four hours, four hours, 15 minutes. Um, and it's really cool, the format that we play also, because normally when you play in in these uh, uh, fundraising events, it, uh, you play a, sh- a scramble, right. right? So it's, you know, just better ball all the way through. But we play a, a variation of that called a shamble. And so uh, what ends up happening is, you know, everybody tees off. Uh, just as a for instance from uh, that particular hole you take your best drive but then everybody plays their own ball from that point in 
all right and then we take uh, you know gross and net scores and so forth but what it does you know is especially for this tournament is allows people to actually play their own ball enjoy the golf course see it for themselves rather than just playing a regular scramble like you would each and every day so. yeah so they take their golf ball and everybody plays off the best ball spot that's the way we play yeah it, it, yeah it, it at least you know it moves the game along faster mm -hmm. and at least you're not hitting it four or five times just to get to the place that first guy drove the <laughs> heck out of it <laughs> yeah exactly I agree. I, i'm familiar with that but no it's it's a wonderful fundraiser we have lots of fun uh you know raffle items that we have there for the patrons that come in and play uh we have lots of volunteers that that come out and you know we we couldn't we couldn't run the tournament without the volunteer work that we get from from parents of the kids that we've served and just people that uh, in the community that come to help us out but it's a it's really is a, a great wonderful day to you know come out not only support a you know a worthy cause which we we feel is a worry a worthy cause but uh you know also to experience a really wonderful golf course well i guess they have their after me at their their banquet if you will afterwards and everybody eats well and oh yes do sir. your awards and your your who wins and who's second and best ball do you have a best ball and a closest to pin and all that during your course oh yeah yeah we have um you know we do uh we do gross and net winners uh, and and then we have uh we have some interesting prizes and stuff out there this year too we've kind of shaken it up a little bit rather than just the normal stuff i would kind of keep that close to the vest kind of surprise uh, stuff yeah we got some neat stuff uh, especially for our you know closest to the pins uh, we have a long drive that goes on, and we also have a we have a couple of vendors that are out there that are not only supplying um, product for us, you know, as a donation themselves, but uh, but they're there to you know have some exposure with the the patrons that are out and everything else too. So, well, do you have tables on the holes for people that want to sponsor and stuff like that? Yes, sir. Yeah, we have uh, we have a lot of uh, sponsorship opportunities that are there. Um, you know, we we have the normal uh, sponsorships that you can do with um, you know. Uh, signs if you want to call it where you know you can get some exposure for your business but we also have those where folks can come out uh, set up on the holes themselves uh, bring product giveaways exactly. those kind of things for themselves we have opportunities like those also yes sir well that is a great and I'll say this that is a great way for businesses to get that publicity if you will but to actually let people see who they are because a lot of business owners and stuff uh, that type of a, an individual play in these things. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of players, I'm sure you have a lot of the business owners and stuff. But do any of the kids ever play in this? Yeah, so they'll they'll come. We don't really have them play the ones so much. That play good. In the, yeah, <laughs> we don't have them so much play in the tournament, but we will. We do have them come out. Uh, you know, kind of pre-round, um, uh, kind of mix and mingle with a lot of the players. Introduce themselves. We'll have them up on the range. Uh, in the past, we've done uh, some small clinics, you know, with the kids so that, uh, you know, folks can see kind of, you know, what Good progress idea what made. you do. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, we have the uh, we have them there. And, um, you know, this year in particular, one of our um, one of our, our first uh, members, uh, Micah Moore is his name. He's a student right now over at um, North Gwinnett High School. Um, he uh, he's going to be out helping us, you know, kind of walking through. And, and most of the players that have been there, they've seen him over the past four years and everything else. And he's, you know, he's he's kind of our shining star at the moment. He's really he's really taken taken hold of our program, and it's been uh, it's been wonderful to see the progress that he's made. Well, and I guess I think that would be one of the most satisfying parts for me would be to take a look at some of these kids that you've worked with as they're going through high school to see what they do as after they leave high school. Uh, how much um, 
how much visibility do you do you see with these kids once they've graduated high school they do they come back do they visit with you do they uh, help participate maybe as volunteers or something in your organization? Yeah, so Square One for Youth has actually, we've only been in operation for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. um, and so we haven't we haven't had any graduate from high school yet because the ones that we've had, we started working with, uh, you know, kind of uh, seventh grade or so, um, right in there, seventh and eighth grade, uh, particularly like with Micah. Micah's going to be, um, uh, he's going to be a junior this year, mm-hmm. uh, this upcoming school year up in North Gwinnett. So, uh, but no, we. I mean, we're in. You know, we're in lots of contact with these kids that we've we've seen in the past, and uh, I, I can I can honestly say, once these kids graduate, if they do decide that college is the route for them, I, I feel very confident that we're going to be hearing from them quite a bit. Or for that matter, if it's in the career field and so forth, we we may be going to see them for you know some of the things that we may need ourselves. Yeah. Well, you know, it'll be very interesting to see as you move forward, you know, how these kids take this to the next level not the golf but just the experience yes absolutely i mean it's you know with with the golf aspect of things that's kind of our we look at that as kind of our actionable part of the program that's something to help the kids become a little bit more interested in the programs that we're doing but ultimately we want to see them succeed in their careers we want to see them succeed once they leave high school we want to see them you know become uh, uh, responsible members of society themselves. That, that's really the shining star of our programs there, yes. Well, like I say, not all things are physical security related. So, you know, the security of this knowledge of learning what you want to do, helping to identify that, the security of being within that group context, that team context, and learning all of this stuff, that's important to these kids as they move forward for their security as their, of their future. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I'm sure that, you know, you know, the security of the events themselves and uh, I'm sure all of your volunteers, you do background screens and all of that so that all of your kids, you know, are safe. And, you know, that's that's an admirable position to be in, too. Yes, sir. Well, one more question. And let's say Square for One Golf Performance Center. Describe a little bit more about that. You know, give us their locations again mm-hmm. and where they are and what they do. Yeah, so Square One Golf Performance Center is a, is a really cool arm of Square One for Youth. That's where all of our golf instruction goes on. Um, as, as I mentioned before, it's a, a climate-controlled indoor facility, 2,400 square feet that we have inside. Uh, we have multiple hitting bays uh, that are located within the facility. Uh, we also have two simulator bays that are there where we utilize uh, uh, FlightScope X3 launch monitors. These are GPNS enabled, which means they can be used outside as well as in. Uh, but we utilize FlightScope's um, uh, teaching technology that comes along with it as well as E6 software, mm-hmm. which actually allows you to, um, to come in and play a virtual course online. Uh, that's what we do with a lot of the kids after they've had some instruction and so forth is we give them the experience of playing a round of golf uh, albeit not necessarily outside. Uh, and a lot of these kids really, you know, get excited once we turn those screens oh, on sure. and everything else. I mean, it becomes a, a real-life video game for them, if you want to call it. But the other thing that's interesting, too, for, you know, Square One Golf Performance Center is that um, it is open to the public. Um, it's a place where, where people, individuals, uh, juniors, what have you, can come in, um, receive lessons from uh, from our LPGA and PGA certified um, instructors, 
whether it be on a package sort of um, uh, rate or for that matter individual lessons just an hour 45 minutes whatever you want to schedule um, we also have summer camps that are going on uh, particularly this summer that are being held by square one golf performance center um, some of the kids uh, that come to that are from local organizations and then those are also open to the public too um, and so in saying that the performance center itself becomes a, a conduit also for us in regard to raising funds for square one for youth because any and all revenue that's that's maintained and generated from square one golf performance center to the public is funneled directly back into the foundation square one for youth for that's the programs and so forth that's fantastic well i want to stress to everyone that you know to get in touch with you to talk to you about this tournament coming up i think it's uh it's a obviously a great uh benefit uh the direction it goes for these kids just i mean it doesn't get much better than helping kids sure so i how now how would they get in touch with you i'm sure you have uh, phone numbers email addresses and all that so let's go over tell me what your phone numbers are and your email addresses okay sure um yeah if if uh if anyone is interested in um in playing participating or for that matter sponsoring uh you know for the golf tournament uh, the easiest way is probably to give I'm, I'm the tournament coordinator myself uh my cell phone number is 706-344-9817 and that's probably the best way to get in contact with me in regard to any questions concerns that you may have and so forth repeat that again it's 706 706- three four four nine eight one seven okay uh another way that you can get in contact to, with me also is is through our um through our email the particular domain with square one for youth it is brandon b-r-a-n-d-o-n at square one for youth dot org and that's, that's square one f-o-r-e youth uh no it's just f-o-r f-o-r yeah. youth so, yep um that's uh that's also a viable way and then we're also you know we're we're all over the the social universe if you want to call it that too so um you know with our with our facebook uh square one for youth or twitter uh that's easy ways to contact us too and then our website is www.squareoneforyouth.org uh there is a, a tournament page that's located on the uh on the website where you can get more information uh look at any of the flyers that we may have on there and it's also got contact on there as well well, Brandon, I appreciate you coming on and talking about your golf tournament and the things that y'all are doing for these kids and the things that you're doing to support Gwinnett County. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was, um, you know, we, we appreciate it very much. Well, thank you for joining us on Case in Point, presented by Paradigm Security Services. Remember, you can join us live every Wednesday at 1130 in the morning. Or you can listen to our show anytime you want. And you can also, in case you missed any of the information given here or want to hear it again as far as the contact information, by going to businessradiox.com and clicking on the Gwinnett Studio and then click on Case in Point. Join us next week at 1130 when we will talk with business leaders about their businesses and related security issues in today's world. Thanks again to my guest, Brandon Barton. And... For our producers, Mike and Trey, I'm Rick Strun, and remember at Paradigm Security Services, we cover more than just your assets.